Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Hey, it's great to be with you today. We're in Isaiah chapter 46. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and open up to Isaiah chapter 46. And uh, we're going to pray and get into God's Word and let it get into us, all right? Father, thank you so much for the minute that we have today to just let your Word permeate our hearts and Give us something today, God, that would stick with us the whole day and would change our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm going to read the beginning of verse 5, and then we're going to go all the way down. I'm going to skip the middle part, but we're going to go down to the end of verse 7. So the Bible says in verse 5, To whom will you liken me and make me equal and compare me that we should be alike? And then he, at the end of verse 7, kind of wraps the thought up by saying, Though one cries out to it, yet it cannot answer nor save him out of his trouble. This is a wild thing to think about. And um, when I say it, um, I know you're going to be thinking, man, how could Israel have done that? Um, and when I say Israel, of course, he's writing to the kingdom was divided at this point. And so he's writing to the southern kingdom of Judah. But he's addressing the issue of idolatry among his people. Um, what the people had done, many of them, is they had turned back to false gods. And so you remember in these polytheistic nations, there were images that were made um, that, you know, were made after sometimes a female deity or it was an animal. Oftentimes it was a cow or a bull. Um, these images that were created and then honored and venerated um, carried, you know, um, throughout communities. And sometimes in, in the worst cases, you know, like with the worship of Molech, um, these images were made out of brass and they were heated up until they were, um, you know, until they were glowing red. And then part of the ritual worship was to take unwanted babies that were just born and put, put, put them in the outstretched hands of this, um, this false god that had been heated up. And of course, you know, it was, it was sacrificing children to this false god. The worship of Molech had happened in Israel. In fact, if you travel with me today, we'll go um, through a place, uh, it's called the Valley of Hinnom. And this was where in the clefts of the rock, this type of worship was happening. But there were many that were looking to these false gods to, to deliver them. Remember, this was commandment number one from God in the Decalogue or the Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods before me. And so what God is saying here is, who will you liken me to? Who's my equal? And compare me that we should be alike. God is simply saying, like, how is it that you've come to the place where you can say, this false god that you're worshiping is even close to me. It's been fashioned out of gold or fashioned out of silver, silver or carved out of wood. Um, it's speechless. It can't hear. It can't answer prayer. It's lifeless. And, and this was what the children of Israel had turned to. And God punctuating this point, he says, though you cry out to it, it can't answer. It can't save you out of your trouble. And this is just the thought for us today, all right? Because I know sometimes we think, well, we don't worship um, Molech or Baal or Mammon. We don't worship Ashtoreth or these false gods, you know, the 
the pantheon of gods um, in the Greek religious system. But the truth is this, there are false gods that we turn to. All those gods represented something. You know, Mammon represented money, uh, Molech represented sex, and Baal represented the intellect. And you can see like fundamentally, those are still things that are worshiped today. We can have a tendency to turn to our intellect or to our own understanding. We can have the proclivity to turn to our money and hoping that our money can rescue us or save us or or being in this place where we're like pleading for more money and more resources as if having more would rescue us from the real issues of our life. Uh, we live in a sex-saturated culture here in Las Vegas. And so, um, you know, the, the inclination to to think that some sexual experience or uh, a human relationship is gonna identify us or help us to discover who we are um, or rescue us out of our loneliness or sense of abandonment, God is saying that none of those things can do that. God is saying none of those things can do that and none of those things are like me. You can't equate those things to me. I'm the only one who is able to hear when you cry out for help. I'm the only one who is able to answer. And this is why we call him our savior. This is why we call God our rescuer. This is why we call him our redeemer. Um, when you pray, and this is a powerful thing to think about, it's gonna sound so simple, you know, it may seem absurd to you, but when you pray in Jesus' name, God hears. It's really been the thought on my heart recently, you know, is just coming to him like a child. You know, Jesus said that as he, drew a, a young child to himself um, and he said to his disciples, you know, unless you become like one of these, you will not see the kingdom of heaven. And so, man, have the simplicity of faith today, the wisdom not to look to false gods um, or to temporal things to do what only God can do, but to really turn your heart to him. Whatever issue you have going on in your life right now, call on him as we wrap this up and believe that he's going to answer. Have a good day. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit awakenlv.org. Click visit and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.